Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, Fraser Podcast. I'm Diana. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Oh no, I'm Dave now. Oh, I'm sorry about the editing on this one, guys. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Not a good time to switch it up. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I'm also Diana. Today we're talking about episode 1123, Good Night Seattle, Part 1. Part 1! <laughs> uh, I guess, do we have... So, um, we I think we should talk about what is happening with these last episodes and what our plan is. I should have recorded a thing for the previous episode to put in that, but I haven't finished ed- at the point we're recording this, I haven't finished editing 11.22 yet. So I may not have remembered, and so I'm just going to say it now. Uh, we're not going to do a we are listening in this episode or the next one. We're doing these a little differently. Uh, we're, um, we've already watched both parts of the finale. We've taken our notes on it. We're still doing two different episodes uh, on it. But then what we're going to do is, like, after... Because my work... Uh, my my job has gotten extremely busy with, like, a big project that we're on. And it that's why episodes have gotten even slower recently. Uh, so the plan is to just record the last episodes. And I'm going to work on editing them as uh, as soon as I can. I'm most of the way through... 11.22 by the time we're recording this, but um, I guess you will have already heard it by then. Um, so we're going to release all of those, and then we're going to give people a couple of weeks if they want to like write in uh, and say anything in response to any of the episodes, and then we'll do uh, uh, another episode sort of responding to all of anything that people end up sending in. So we'll do a you final... You know, final... Kind of a final thoughts. Yeah. Um... So we can all kind of take in the end of the show together and, you know, we have, um, you know, we have a nice little time um, and and we don't bog down the episode with sad letters. (laughs) Exactly. We are looking forward to those sad letters. (laughs) And by sad, I mean, like, they're happy and nice and but they're also sad yeah. And I've already cried mm-hmm. watching the final episode, which I did not know that would happen, mm-hmm. but it became very emotional. Yeah, me too. I got uh, much more emotional than I thought I was going to uh, watching this thing. Um, But let's, are we, are we just going to yeah, jump right in? Let's okay. jump right in. So uh, this starts with the little rainbow. Mm-hmm. It's just like the biggest rainbow of all time like i don't know where it starts like in a different state mm-hmm. and then shines into <laughs> seattle mm-hmm. like it's coming from vancouver <laughs> and then it's 23 minutes and 41 seconds and who is the writer and i'm assuming it's the right is it are there different writers for 23 and 24 no 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 it's the same two same two okay yeah. but actually before i get into the writer writers i'm gonna say the time that you just gave, I bet, is different depending on where you're watching it. Because um, there is a, a, a section, in, there, are diff- there are sections in this that aired differently in the UK than they aired here. 
So there's parts that are that didn't actually appear in the U.S. broadcast. So like there was no because the U.S. broadcast was aired all at once. So mm-hmm. with like a break in the middle, mm-hmm. but the end credits bit for this episode mm-hmm. wasn't in the American broadcast at all. So the timing would have been different. Oh, the part, the part that's at the end. Yeah, it's not in the UK one. Or it, it's, it's not... only in the UK. It was only in the UK. One. Oh, and because this is like what the DVD kind of yeah. a DVD extra version, mm-hmm. and I, we get like a full version. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> it didn't air. Because it aired in the same. It didn't get the extra half hour that it got in the US. Huh. It didn't air together the way that it did here. Interesting. So, yeah. Um uh, anyway, so the writer um, the writers are uh unless you were going to say something else. Okay. Mm-mm. Uh the writers are are um oh, one other thing before we get into the writers, I forgot to say remember last time I forgot to calculate the final mm-hmm. scores for the writers for the previous episode. So Wait, which which episode? The one you haven't edited yet? Yes. So okay. For eleven twenty two, um uh for uh crocktails. Woo <laughs> Mm-hmm. I every time like because I've been editing it, I keep getting that song in my head because of you <laughs> I think there's a new DuckTales thing on Netflix or something. There is, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. got a lot of people that I like in it and I wanna actually watch it. Uh but um uh, so the writers on Crocktails were John Sherman and Bob Daly. John Sherman's final rating after that for us was a 4.14. Mm-hmm. And Bob Daly's was a 3.4286627. So Beautiful. I can't believe I almost forgot to give Bob Daly's final rating. Like, of it's all the... <laughs> so important. That's very important. Anyway, so the writers on this episode are... Uh, Christopher Lloyd, who wrote a ton of very early, very big episodes. He's like the guy. Um, and then, uh, and most recently wrote High Holidays. Mm hmm. Um, I don't remember that episode. <laughs> mm hmm. You know, it's weird going back to check on that. I, you gave a like really low rating on that episode, and I forgot how, like, that you seemed to like really dislike that one. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> and then the other is uh, Joe Keenan, who obviously another one of the major writers. He, you know, um, uh, he most he he's written some of the biggest, like most popular episodes on the show. But and most recently, he wrote the Doctor is Out, the one with Patrick Stewart. Um, but oh, that yeah, one's so good. It is. But he also wrote Caught in the Act, the one with Nanny G. That you gave a very low rating oh, to. Oh, wow. But he also wrote, like, the Ski Lodge and, you know... Uh, uh, the... I don't even remember that episode. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, and, and, like, the ones... The, the something borrowed someone blue two-part one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a lot of other really big, popular... Important episodes, obviously, because it'd be weird if they got somebody else, to, some some random person that's only written like two episodes to do the finale. But anyway, also this one 
uh, I want to mention this one an Emmy, Outstanding Multi-Camera Picture Editing uh, for a series, and was nominated for uh, two Emmys for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series for Joe Keenan and Christopher Lloyd, and Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series for Anthony LaPaglia. Simon. I know who it is. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you were giving me a look, and I wasn't sure if that was a confused. I knew who that was, <laughs> yeah. and I am confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he a well-liked character on the show? I don't know. I'm going to say that the GERT episodes did not do well. No, no. They must be really low. I don't remember, um, but they must be really low, because um, where is GERT at, you know, this... Yeah. Wedding, I feel like she mm-hmm. would probably be at considering her sons are here. Like, mm-hmm. or like the Daphne's baby getting like giving birth now and she's not around. Like, because it's definitely established she's still in the city. Like, the last Gert year- in the city, <laughs> the spinoff. Yeah, maybe that was the thing. It was meant to be a spinoff and like it was, it was one of those failed like backdoor pilots that just never. You, know, you love talking about those. <laughs> yes. I know. So you know I love me a new location <laughs> in the opening. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. so here we are on the airplane with Bet Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Diana's definitely going to bring up that this is Bet Porter. I mean, she's Bet Porter. <laughs> from the L word. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is like... She's bad. <laughs> right. Um, it's funny, right? I think of her as the lady from Flashdance. She's bad. <laughs> I, I don't really. I'm weirdly drawing a blank on the actress's actual name, but, you know. Um, it's bad. <laughs> right. Uh, Dr. Anne Randberg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, okay. Turbulence on the on the plane, always frightening. I don't mm-hmm. care if I don't. I think when people say they're scared of flying, there's all kinds of ways to interpret that because mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure what. Like I'm not scared to be in a plane, but I think some people are just like scared to be in the plane, right? Or like scared to take off and land, mm-hmm. or scared because. Their ears hurt because of like airplane pressure, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe they don't want to use a really tiny bathroom. Like, there's so yeah. many elements of flying. I yeah. personally do not like going through TSA because it th- the TSA is not nice. And I'm <laughs> right. sorry if you work for the TSA. Maybe you are the lone nice person, <laughs> but I think uh, as a whole, as an organization. They're not very nice mm-hmm. to you, and they don't have a very nice job. Mm-hmm. And it's just like such a mess. Mm-hmm. It's just th- the most disorganized system. Anyways, yeah. regardless. So I, I do want to say in response yes. to that, though, like, yeah, there's so much, like, you don't have to be scared of flying to, in a moment of bad tur- turbulence, be scared by. It, it's sort of like a reminder that you're in a. a multi-ton piece of metal that's f- flying a thousand like thousands of feet in the air and it's just like we're all we've all just sort of accepted that and then it's sort of a reminder like hey this is an abomination this is- <laughs> this goes against nature 
You and... want to go to space. Oh, so yeah. that doesn't change. That's the, the ultimate. I don't want to go to space. I want space travel to be happening. I don't want to go there because I am clumsy and will break things. You're going to be sitting as a passenger, <laughs> not like flying the... I'll, the... Find, I'll find a way to mess it up. No, because they're aware that people push stuff. Mm -hmm. They're not going to let people do that. You have to be in a special passenger section. <laughs> and the only way you're going to go up there is if you're that guy that uh, you're super rich, mm -hmm. super rich. What's that? What's that person? You know, Tesla, Tesla man. <laughs> Elon Musk. Mm hmm. Ugh. Anyway. You gotta have a b millions of dollars, billions of dollars right. to, to nope. go to space. Oh, and no part of that. So, um, let's talk about Anne here. Yeah, she's scared. I, I hate this thing when people, when somebody asks you a question and they're like, you don't really want to hear it. It's <laughs> right. too personal. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. It's too personal, mm -hmm. and you might tell me, yes, give it to me. <laughs> I'm here for this. Well, the thing is, like, to be fair, she probably isn't the sort of person who wants to listen to people's personal stories as a psychiatrist. Yeah, like, that's the only <laughs> job where, I, I mean, I have sat next to people and heard personal stories where I did not want to hear it, mm -hmm. but it does help pass the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just put rather personal and I, and I just, and wrote, of course she wants to hear it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so we end up hearing the story as there's more turbulence to mm -hmm. help take their mind off this bumpy flight. Mm -hmm. So we're in Fraser's bed, mm -hmm. which I find confusing because Charlotte's talking about cooking and I'm, and I thought it would be in her place, but I guess it's going to be mm -hmm. in Fraser's place. Yeah. Well, because she's going to Chicago now, so she, she's probably, like, packed up all her stuff. Oh, yeah. She's going to yeah. do cooking. It's not going to be at her place. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Fraser has been, you know, at the doctor's through <laughs> his show, which yeah, he's yeah. very late to right now. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be there at two, mm -hmm. uh, but that's fine, because Kenny's there to take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I love that Kenny's like DJ voice because mm -hmm. it's excellent. It is very good, especially because I love that he's like, I can't do it. I'm too nervous. I got the uh, my mouth's all like full of cotton, you know. Like I'm just I can't. Do and then he's just like in it. He's got it. He's ready to go. He's got that. He's got that DJ voice. Uh, he's got he's got characters ready to go, including Grandma Gert. Nobody can hear that face you're making, but it, yeah, Grandma Gert is one of the characters. That's weird. Yeah. That's why, so when you asked, you asked, like, yesterday after we took our notes, like, where's Gert? And I was asking, like, what part of the episode made you ask that? I, the reason I didn't explain why is I wanted to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I forgot this. about Daphne's baby, but that was another reason. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot about her baby. Uh, yeah. Just because it's been such a non-issue for, like, half the, <laughs> she's been pregnant for, like, 4,000 years at this point. Yeah. Um, like, this is literally, well, the second half, but this is when Gert becomes Grandma Gert. Yeah, weird. Yeah. And they just, like, they make no mention of her. I'm curious what happened, it, something must have happened to the, 
to the actress. Like, she had another job or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, like, there's got to be some reason. She's working at Cafe Nouveau, so she doesn't have time to show up anymore. Yeah. Okay, um, so Frasier finally, like, makes it there, and then, um, and then, like, he, what, finishes, do we have him, like, finish the show out, and that's when BB shows up? Uh, So, basically, yeah, he shows up, so Frasier shows up as Kenny's, like, like, throws it to the news, and then... Bef- like that's when Fra- Fraser shows up, but then BB walks in and starts talking to him mm-hmm. before, I guess, while the news is still going. Before Just he's weird, yes, yeah. I've always thought. Yeah, but so one thing I'm seeing a lot in the the transcripts is that like the the Bet Porter, uh, her character's name is actually a couple of previous Fraser writers, a combination of their oh really names. yeah the when BB says like. That the radio psychiatrist in San Francisco is retiring mm-hmm. and they're looking for a replacement. That's Mark Reisman, who was a producer on Frasier. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of little like hidden Easter egg things in here in this mm-hmm. episode. Well, I kind of like how they seem to have a lot of like the cast come back and sort yeah. of be in these episodes. Yeah, they have pretty much the entire cast except Bulldog. Yeah. Which is a little weird. It's like they're all coming back except him. Yeah, and I could really do without Noel. True. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I feel bad because he seemed. It wasn't he in the thing that we watched the like reunion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the actor is fine. Like, I know. I no it's just him, weird because but... I do not like that character so much. And you know when you don't like a character and you've only seen this actor like play that character, you're like I hate you. <laughs> I hate your character. Yeah, no, I've n- I have don't have any problem with the actor. I just... Well, I mean, I don't either, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I get but it. But I'm just it. like, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah. I, re- I just do not like Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, did I say that guy retired? He permanently retired. No, the yeah. the doctor, the doctor, and like, I said, yes, I said yes. retired. No, he didn't retire. An air conditioner fell on him and he died. And I, okay, so I love that there's this uh, maybe... D- implied that bb had done it mm-hmm. um oh yeah 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 and just an aside about mm-hmm. bb yeah do we think that flow from Pro- progressive insurance looks kind of like bb <laughs> there's definitely some similarities i think they look very similar mm-hmm. and i've always thought that and i saw a progressive ad mm-hmm. um in while watching this episode on hulu and it, it was just like, oh, yeah. And yeah. I, that's it. Mm-hmm. And because they have very similar haircut. Well, yeah. she had a similar haircut mm-hmm. in Frasier to like kind of what Flo has now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, looking for something else, just came across something that said that when Wendy Malick joined Frasier, she had just had her hair cut really short for a different project. And that's why she's wearing a wig as Ronnie. Oh. So. I kind of think that it, the wig gets better. Yeah. Well, I also think eventually. It might just be her hair. It's just her hair. But yes. Mm -hmm. All right. I like that that reminded you, talking about like BB's hair reminded you about a wig. Um, But um, just there's, there's. 
finishing off the BB thing, I yes. just really like that when Frasier realizes BB was in San Francisco last mm-hmm. week, and she's like, "Like I was nowhere near that air conditioner," and she just laughs. She's like, "You're worse than the police," and then walks off, like implying that like the he's police... not the first to suspect it. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, I I really do like that line. Like, I kind of like BB more. <laughs> Now, because it's the end of the show. <laughs> Her level of evil can be really fun. Like, I do think it can be really fun. Sometimes it's not, but a lot of times it is. I just think that the show would be done so differently now because there's mm-hmm. so many good kind of extra cast characters mm-hmm. that I think that they would utilize a lot more throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And they would have, like, they would have definitely started the season with, like, kind of the Charlotte, seeing Charlotte in mm-hmm. some way, and then we kind of learn more about her. They would, this would be threaded through this. I, yeah. I just I just feel like that's how you would do this yeah. now. Actually, that reminds me, because I was just thinking, like, what I really like... What I like in the later episodes with BB is that, like, they've gone beyond her just being, like, you know... Uh, evil? Just being evil to a level of, like, she might literally be the devil. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me, like, so I've only ever watched, like, two episodes of 30 Rock. But I'm aware that there was a running thing about how um the guy, he's, he's like, the page. He, he's, like... The blonde guy who's like kind of work, trying to work his way up in the organization, who also might be some sort of like omniscient eternal being. Like it's just hinted at throughout. It's a running thing uh-huh. that's sort of hinted at throughout the show, and then just sort of waved off. Like I'm aware of that being a thing without knowing the full mm-hmm. extent of it, and I kind of feel like. It's like, so going back to what you just said, like, I think they would, saying they might, they would probably do it differently now. Mm-hmm. I I feel like if it was hinted that BB was, like, literally the devil for, or, like, a demon or something, as opposed, because they say that kind of stuff about, uh, uh, about Lilith all the time, and it's like, she's just kind of cold. Mm-hmm. She's not, like, evil, but I like that they they made it more literal with BB. And so it was like, if that had been the thing the whole time, if there had always been this character who was sort of like hinted at maybe being that and having that be a running thing or playing more with, you know, Daphne's like being psychic and that kind of stuff, like I think they would do more with it now. I mean, I guess the problem is like having a trend where you just call women evil. See, that's my, what I think what I'm saying is that like, Doing that on in which happens a lot in this show. Yes, right. So that's what I'm saying is like if that wasn't just a trend that they do about women, and it was just literally, BB might actually literally be the devil, but they don't say that about women in general. Mm-hmm. That would be a much better way to handle it. Yeah, and would have been funnier from the beginning, I think. Anyway, moving on to the next section. Well, should we talk more about the like? offer in San Francisco to replace um, this person that has died Mm -hmm. to be like a radio psychiatrist 
in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. Fraser's like, I'm not interested. This Seattle is my home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's sort of like that. Uh, that's what's going on there. Yeah. It, yeah. Because they don't talk about it a whole lot. It's just sort of like, is a little aside? And he's like, no, I live here. This is my home. Nah. And then moving on. So the gulfs may wash us down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. So this makes more sense as a full two-part episode as opposed to the half. This is from the poem in the, the second half. Oh, okay. Which won't make any sense if you haven't seen it, but I don't can't imagine why you'd be listening to us if you haven't seen the finale of Frasier. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we're at a... a uh, Fraser's apartment. Charlotte's doing some cooking. Mm-hmm. Making some food there. Uh, like, I do like that there's the thing about this, like, sort of stereotypical thing of, like, the woman cooking and the man with his arms wrapped around her, but then he's the one that's focused on, like, what's actually happening with the holidays and everything, so it's sort of like, no, he's partly doing it to, like, monitor her progress in it so it's not actually the typical thing at all yeah and i don't know any typical thing where like a man is like holding a woman while she's cooking i can't think of anything more annoying than (laughs) if i'm cooking if just someone is just like Mm -hmm. standing right behind me Mm -hmm. while yeah i agree i'm just like get out <laughs> i mean I, I i don't know like that's not entirely true i just think in this situation i don't know but they want to spend all the time together because yeah. it's like she's leaving yeah i just said that and got such a huge craving for goldfish crackers and i do not what? know why yeah it's totally <laughs> random i was just like i want some cheese <laughs> and i want some oh, cheesy romantic crackers moment. what because this romantic moment it's so cheesy and you want no, no. Good leap, but no. Mm-hmm, okay. But Fraser is kind of getting annoying because Martin's still there and mm-hmm. he's waiting for Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny just randomly shows up. Yep. And I do love this moment mm-hmm. where Kenny's just like, I got the fever. <laughs> I, you know, taking over the show. want to be a DJ again. Should mm-hmm. I do it, Doc? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yes, go for it. And he's like, ah, you always have my back. And he doesn't care at all. He's just saying that to get him to go. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. But yeah. also, I, I, Kenny's not the greatest. Mm-hmm. He has made some poor choices in his life. Yes. But it sounds like this one might be a winner. Might be. Though I, I and that reminds me, we didn't mention that like part one of the I like that one of the things he did when he took over Fraser's show. He's when he was like talking about the great song, and he's like, "Sorry, I forgot the lyrics halfway through." Because like you assume, oh yeah, yeah, he played, played a song. music, yeah, yeah. No, he's just singing it. I I really like that bit. Anyway, so and then yeah. But, oh, then uh, Niles and Daphne have to. They end up dropping by because Daphne has to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But then we have this thing where Kenny's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like Ronnie comes out mm-hmm. of the other bathroom and then like something's in her con she has to like readjust her contact lens and then mm-hmm. she goes in and Kenny hasn't locked the door. Mm-hmm. And then I just like his like, whoa and mm-hmm. he- <laughs> she's like, whoa yourself. <laughs> right. And then like Daphne does the same exact thing. You would have think he would have locked the door then. I mean, I feel like 
you can't necessarily easily reach the door from the toilet. Just a waddle. Have you never waddled to the door? Look, it's not easy to stop once you start. You're not just like continually going to the bathroom the whole time, though. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what's happening there. Mm -hmm. Um, all I just wrote is just, oh my God, lock the door. Yeah. Um, you should have, but yeah. But then, uh, yeah, Fraser's trying to go, like, call the elevator so they can go as quickly as possible, but someone else is there. It's Simon. I was going to say it's a three Billy Goats gruff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know what makes them gruff. I mean, they're a bit gruff. The goats or the brothers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that Steven was the one that was the ballroom dancer. It might be. It might, uh, he seems pretty brash, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think they are anyways. Yeah. And I don't know if the Michael's kind of like mumbling, not real accent mm-hmm. thing that's happening mm-hmm. is sort of like a reference to that movie. Oh, Snatch? Yeah. It might be. It also might just be meant to be funny. It could be either. I just think it's weird that, like, they keep, you know, hiring these American actors to do these terrible accents. That's a joke, because none of them are American. Like, they're... (laughs) None of them are. Um, Because, like, even Anthony LaPaglia is Australian. He does... He... Only ever acts with an American accent, but he's Australian. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. Though so technically, it, it's sort of a weird thing because it's like Richard E. Grant is actually from like a British protectorate of Swaziland, so he's not actually from England. So- and uh, uh, Robbie Coltrane, who plays Michael, is Scottish, so none of them are actually from England, but. Closer, closer than Anthony LaPaglia. Sure. <laughs> so no, they're all there. I do mm-hmm. like the thing where they mimic the beer. Like they're like, "Hey, you know, like get me one of those when you go to the kitchen." Mm-hmm. And but we don't know really what it is. Yeah, because Michael said it, and so yeah. it's just sort of like a mumble. And then something. they're like, "Yeah, we want that too." And we're like, "What is it?" I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's beer. Right. It's alcohol because. It's them. <laughs> right. But, the, the yeah, they're, who knows? Who knows what he actually said? So eventually everyone leaves, and it's just like Fraser and Charlotte playing Scrabble. We do have that moment before everyone leaves with Simon, like, doing the same thing that Fraser was doing earlier with Charlotte, and oh, Charlotte yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, who is this person? The most mm-hmm. realistic reaction I've ever seen yeah. on a show. Her like scream and like throwing him off and like yes. yeah, like yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, probably the most like s- serious like scream on this show is her like freaking out about except maybe the nurse with the clown. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um also like was was it a replica when when uh, uh, Michael's holding the the vase. Oh yeah, it's not like the thing you just said was yeah. like a super seventy five thousand yeah. dollar vase. I like, thought it was like sixty thousand, but yeah, like, yeah, whatever like, it is, it's like 
Oh, because it looks like the real one, but when he's, like, holding it and they're, like, wrestling over it, I was just like, oh my god, is this the real one? Like, I, oh. Because, <laughs> like, if that went wrong, it's, it's like, uh, um, that, that, like, Hateful Eight movie where, like, when, uh, uh, uh I want to say Kurt Russell, I think, like, smashes a guitar, but it was, like, a, a, extremely expensive like antique guitar and it was like it was they were supposed to switch it out for the for a prop one and he didn't wait to do that and i was like are they going to break this extremely expensive vase filming this thing it didn't that happen on battlestar galactica as well yes there was definitely some like like oh, model the, sh- the model ship yeah, yeah 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 that model ship was like a real one that they were supposed to switch out and he just smashed it and it was also very expensive i love the scrabble Mm -hmm. um game where she's using quilty in a Mm -hmm. like oh give me give me you know in a definition give me a definition of quilty Mm -hmm. love it you know you can't get away with quilty if you're playing scrabble with fraser you never be able to play scrabble with fraser it'd be awful the thing is like I think this is the most out of character thing for Frasier in this entire episode because he doesn't have his Scrabble dictionary out. Because, like, you know, he's got Scrabble. He's got a Scrabble dictionary, like the official one. Because it's like, you, you don't go... The official Scrabble dictionary. Yeah, yeah because they there are ones specifically that are like, this is what's accepted in Scrabble rules. Because, like... A dictionary might have, like, proper nouns and things like that in it that, like, aren't accepted. Well, don't play Scrabble with Dave either. (laughs) I don't got no Scrabble dictionary. Not till Christmas, you don't. We don't even own Scrabble. I know. Um, I'm just buying you the dictionary. (laughs) Okay, so they have this thing where they don't want to say goodbye. Like, her Mm -hmm. car's there to take her to the airport. Mm Mm-hmm. And they don't really want to say, like, goodbye. They don't want to go to the airport and have mm-hmm. this, like, long, drawn-out yeah. thing. But it ends but, up being long and drawn-out anyways. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Fraser's like, I don't know why you won't let me drive you to the airport. And my immediate thought was, like, you don't? Like, three weeks ago, you were supposed to drive her to the train, and she missed multiple trains, and then they had to, like, s- stay in that weird house overnight because... She let him drive her to the train. Like, obviously, she's not going to let you drive her to the to the plane, Frazier. Like, that, that made their entire relationship. Sure. That doesn't mean it would be a good choice for him to drive her to the airport right now. I don't know. But yeah, like, she, like, she keeps coming back and, like, for forgetting different things. And one of the things she forgets is her cell phone. And I feel like... If this was filmed today, there's no chance they'd have her forget her cell phone. No, you could totally forget it. People still forget cell phones. Do they? Yes! In lifts all the time. Okay. I feel like in a lift it happens. I feel like in a lift it happens because, like, you were at a bar and you had your phone out and you set it down on the seat and you forgot. But, like, I feel like now... You're not leaving the house without your cell phone in your pocket, especially I, going I just to the airport. Went, I just went on a walk. Mm-hmm. 
That's because she's saying goodbye and she's all emotional and you don't remember all your stuff. I know. I What I mean is I feel like today a cell phone is so much more just like connected to you that you're less likely to forget it. Ugh, let's just go back to rotary phones. <laughs> like we watched a different show and I'm not going to say what it is because it's plot relevant, but an important plot relevant moment happened because somebody left their phone behind for like a long time. And I was just like, you wouldn't, you would never, you would never. But like, it, it was like this whole thing and it was it, that ends up happening because this teenager left their phone behind and i'm like you can leave a phone but you wouldn't you wouldn't for this amount of you, time okay dave you're the world's most forgetful person and i still don't forget my phone you've forgotten your house keys different that's my point it's the same kind of thing it's not though the, literally the point I'm making we is don't have about a smart home cell phones is about cell phones specifically today I could totally leave. I don't need a cell phone. You don't need it, but that doesn't mean you're going to forget about I w- it. No one, I would never hear from anyone ever again. <laughs> I just go dark. <laughs> no one would know anything about me, and it would be wonderful. I'm just going to use AIM again. Okay. I do think this is a sweet moment when, like, because they kind of, like, bang heads, and then she leaves, and then, like, She's gone for, like, a while and then comes back and, like, because, like, she couldn't leave on a headbutt. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's sweet. I really like that. I do like when Fraser says he's feeling positively quilty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that a lot. Yes. Me too. All right. Now we're in the next scene of Fraser's apartment still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Martin and Niles are sort of... Niles kind of shows up because he doesn't want to be at his own house with, you know, Simon, Michael, and Steven, mm-hmm. who are having a contest called I Can Reach It From Here, and the it is a toilet, <laughs> and there were no winners. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. now there's just, like, pee everywhere? Yep, I would assume. Great. I would assume. Yeah, yep. But then he doesn't get to escape very long before, mm-hmm. like, it's like they're you know martin and niles are talking about like worrying about fraser because of charlotte leaving Mm -hmm. and they're like he seems okay Mm -hmm. and then like niles has brought some milano cookies Mm -hmm. which is yeah some pepperidge farm brand milano cookies yeah like like, it's really weird to me like mm -hmm. that's not I fe- I will say I feel Those like Those are the fancy cookies, I will yeah, say. I do feel like Milanos have come up before on this show. Like I don't think this is the first time we've seen that. But also, once again, it's a like specific brand name like thing popping up where I'm like this is there's a lot of product placement in these like la- like later season episodes. And, yep, it happens once again. I always just like to think about the story that um one of our friends tweeted about, which is that she went into, like, a store to get some Milano cookies for, like, her and her boyfriend. And uh, she was like, oh, I got us some chessmen. <laughs> and because they're the worst mm-hmm. um 
Pepperidge Farm cooking. That's not what you want if you want Milano's. Right. Yeah. And so she just said it as a joke. And then she could tell, like, he was being like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. But she was like, she couldn't even keep up the, like, facade mm-hmm. because she was just like, no, why would never do that to you? <laughs> I got us the good cookies. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, it is weird to me that, like, I, I'm sure there are people who, like, Chessman. I will eat, you know, when you get those like variety ones. Yeah. I'll eat them. There's actually a cookie that I like less than the Chessman, which are like the ones that just have like little sugar granules on them. Oh, I don't even know. They're just like whatever. They're just like, I don't know, whatevers. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they're called? I don't know, whatevers. Yeah, I Mm. might as well. It's just like, we got some cookie crumb. Just throw it on a thing. (laughs) Just throw it in there. It's like Chessman, but like. Uh, minus. <laughs> so, I get Chessman in a variety pack, but I almost feel like the only reason they have Chessman in, like, on their own is so it makes sense to put them in a variety pack. <laughs> Maybe? Where it's like, the same bags of Chessman are still on the shelf for, like, since, like, the variety pack was first created. They're shortbread cookies. So if you like shortbread, you're going to like those. I guess. Uh, so all I mean is that, like... But why wouldn't you get Walker's shortbread? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I guess it's to me, it's just, like, it feels like... It, it doesn't feel like in the general Pepperidge Farm oeuvre that... <laughs> That chessmen sell enough to actually keep them on the shelf, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just uh, maybe people like we're gonna get we're gonna spend the entire like uh 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 final final episode responding to people being like I love chessmen. What are you talking about? I'm so offended. I can't believe I listened to this whole podcast only to hear you insult my chessmen. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm I'm totally wrong. I have no idea. I don't but. know, but I think that, one, I have put Milano cookies on a shopping list mm-hmm. because I do not know the last time I've had Milano cookies <laughs> because I just don't buy them very often. Right, right. Yeah, that's like, since we do so much grocery store ordering, like, through Instacart now, um, like, I'm just imagining, like, if somebody... If the shopper like did that as a substitution, I'd just be like, "Cancel, just cancel the no one star, <laughs> no like, cancel my tip, cancel like, ne- can I do a negative tip? They're paying for part of my groceries. I can't believe." But you, the, you give them the chessman as the tip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna like, you can keep those. Uh. <laughs> like show up to de- deliver the like groceries and you have to throw tomatoes at them <laughs> no honestly I would be actually happy to have any cookies no but also I'm kidding tip your shoppers if you're using this we're in a pandemic it's a dangerous place and you should be tipping your shoppers and supporting them and all of that I, I give 20% the groceries are so much more expensive but I do it anyway Thank you. <laughs> um, so Daphne shows up with her brothers because mm-hmm. they're gonna, you know, they're supposed to go to like brunch. I think, yeah, yeah. But also, they Fraser's like, oh, uh, we just made a reservation on Squash Court. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Because it, I like how like Niles makes up this whole 
lie, elaborate lie about how they're already in hot water there. <laughs> right. And their, like, lockers have been moved by, like, the flip-flop something. The flip-flop drop. Oh, what a good... Yeah. And uh, who cares? They're the only people that care about that. I mean, I bet the flip-flop drop is, is stinky. What is even the flip-flop drop? I think it's, like, if you... They must have, like, some sort of, like disposable shower shoe thing it's like you for walking around the locker room and so like but then you drop it off so it can be cleaned by the by the gym oh so i'm guessing it's like reusable or maybe not reusable maybe disposable i don't know shower shoe kind of deal would why be my don't you guess. just bring your own shower shoes I mean, I would. I if I'm gonna wear do. I don't know. People wear bowling shoes. We all are just jamming our feet in those like gross old bowling shoes. <laughs> They've been there from like they 1975. A, they do a spray. They do a spray. They do. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. It's, what could possibly go wrong? They do a spray. What could possibly go wrong? They do a spray. <laughs> are you talking about a skunk? Yeah, pretty much. Uh. <laughs> okay, I do like that Niles is very concerned about about the baby. Yeah, just now it's like on the verge of being <laughs> a baby. Yeah, and it's just like, oh no, it's gonna be a moon. Yeah, like it's already almost like two weeks past like her due date. Like you can't use this born musician thing that's supposed to like make make your baby develop differently. At nine and a half months. It's too late, my dude. Well, do you think that... Did you get this Babaloo reference? Yeah. Does everyone else get the Babaloo reference? I'm sure everybody gets... I don't know if everybody gets the Babaloo reference, but, like, I feel like it's a pretty well-known thing. But not now. Well, the show didn't come out now. I know. Are <laughs> new people watching? That Actually, I do have a friend that is watching Frasier for the first time right now. Uh-huh. And is also listening to, like, ep- he's like, oh, I want to listen to episodes of for certain um, episodes. <laughs> he's like, I want to listen to your podcast for the episodes I really like to see mm-hmm. what you have to say about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there are people that are just watching it for the first time. I did not think that was the question you were asking. That's the question I was asking. Yeah, I didn't think you were asking. And I do pe- think that person would know Babalu. Mm-hmm. So, what I meant was I didn't realize you meant are people watching Frasier for the first time right now? Yes. Oh, are people explain- watching. I love Lucy for the first yeah. time. But that's not, it's like Desi Arnaz's song. Yeah, sure. But, uh, like, that's how people, I think most people know it because of I Love Lucy. Yeah. So. He um, only sang it like 3,000 times yeah. on that show. <laughs> right. But, and um, so did little Ricky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was that other show you watched? The, the Lucy other- show? Like the just, Lucy show or something? the Lucy show? Something, or the Lucille Ball show with mm. her two kids. Yeah. And she's like a single mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. now it's not on Hulu anymore, and I only watch oh, like really? two episodes. Yeah, like oh. st- yeah. 
It is interesting to watch that now. But I, mm-hmm. I also watch, I think I watched that when, I definitely watched, like, Lucy when I was little. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if that show was, like, on in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just remember watching, like, seeing her when I was little and, like, watching some Lucy show that was in color. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's that one. But it could have been, like, reruns. I don't know. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I saw Monty Python when I was a kid, too. But all I remember was a foot. <laughs> I was like, you know, that show with the foot squishes people. I don't know. It's yeah. it's like Doctor Who. I definitely saw like episodes of Doctor Who, and oh, I was yeah. like, scarf, the long scarf guy. You know, uh huh. It's just a long scarf, and yeah. it's always like randomly in a desert somewhere. And I don't really get the show. I don't understand what's happening because mm-hmm. I was a child and didn't understand the concept right of of Doctor Who. Yeah. Just in a I random did. episode. I did, but that's because, like, I was, like, actively watching that whenever I could. So, because I, I was, like, into that. But I definitely never saw, I never saw any, like, Lucille Ball stuff that was in color until I was, like, full-on adult. Because I remember being very confused when watching, like, it's hard to conceptualize Lucy being a redhead, even though she talks about it all the time, when you only ever see her in black and white. Oh, really? I had no problem with that. For me, it was really hard, because it was just like, she would talk about it a lot, and it's weird, it was always weird to me how much she talked about it on a show that was in black and white, because it was like, I can't, you can't see that, so it's weird, it was always weird I think it's because I had seen, like color photos of her right so i kind of i like just in like put that picture from my mind into the and i'm sure i had two but it was like i never to me she was in black and white you know you probably get a commemorative plate with her on it i feel (laughs) like that was a thing that was so big in the 80s it's just like here you want to buy some crap with someone a celebrity's face on it then I right. got the thing for you. I don't know who that sales voice is, but that just it's the sales voice. It's a sales it voice. Yeah. Um, but it also sounds somewhat like shady. Oh, like it's like oh, someone yeah. coming out of an alley, but also it's a commercial on TV, and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't think this is authentic. And they're like, No, I have this paper here, and it says <laughs> it's authentic. And it's like, who made that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get <laughs> let's talk about the real thing. Yeah. Okay, what were you gonna say? Okay, so one of the things is um when we're in the living room we see uh uh Daphne just got a present from Steven. It's a watch. Uh, oh yeah. From Mrs. Zicklin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like I was like again, a name I I never would have caught that this was an Easter egg if not for the fact that we've like been tracking writers this whole time and i was like oh zicklin i didn't catch i didn't think about that i didn't until i saw it written down now this one is not marked in the transcript but i just noticed it written down i was like oh i've read that name a billion times at this point like that's obviously another one of the easter egg things but we have like ronnie comes in Mm -hmm. and is like for some reason, the place has our reservation as May 15th and mm-hmm. not July 15th. And yeah. Martin made the reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And he's yeah. like, that's on them. I didn't do that. They mm-hmm. made a mistake there. 
And then you, when Ronnie leaves, he realizes that May 15th is Eddie's birthday and that he whoopsied and probably mm-hmm. said Eddie's birthday instead of the wedding date that you've chosen. Mm-hmm. Which means, as we've just learned, even though we, it's easy, I don't know if it's really true, that Eddie's birthday is 10 days after Roz's birthday. Because Roz's birthday was on Cinco de Mayo. It's true. So, yeah, it was. That, it's it, true. It means, like, uh, which means, okay, hold on. That means Roz's birthday was two days ago. Yep. <laughs> it just feels weird that Roz's birthday was two days ago and, and like, that would, it feels like it would have been relevant to the something happening in the episode. Nah. <laughs> no? Um, so... <laughs> You think it's going to be a huge disaster because it's only eight days away. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Nels and Frage are going to gift them a wedding. You mm-hmm. know, we'll pull it together. Yeah. It's fine. There's not like a huge like subplot in the show about how they're terrible at like <laughs> doing a big events or anything. Uh-huh, like it's uh-huh. totally going to be fine, guys. It's totally fine. It's all fine. But Martin's so thankful. Ronnie, like Ronnie's going to, I think. Does she hear? Yeah. No, I think he. On- they only tell Martin, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Martin tells Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Fraser's gonna marry them because mm-hmm. I I like that he has this like he he got a thing to like marry some commitment phobes on the radio and like mm-hmm. on I love Valentine's that- Day. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Niles is like, "How did that go?" Meaning. Yeah, are they Niles knows about that, but I just like how Fraser's like, this is not the time, <laughs> meaning they're probably not still together. Uh huh. Which had would have nothing to do really with Fraser, right? I mean, I know you could be it like has a little bit to do with the like. I think the fact that they he would have done this is clearly like a sensationalized like ratings grab. This is, is the thing: is like I don't really think. If you're seeing a psychiatrist mm-hmm. that, you know, if you have an issue with commitment and, like, you get married and then you, like, it's not the, on the psychiatrist there. No. I do think that. It is strange to okay if, that. If he was, if he had done it as part of his new office practice, believing that. With his support, they were going to, like, these kids are going to pull it together and it's going to work. Great. But the fact that he said he did it on, on Valentine's Day tells me this was a ratings grab for his show. And what he was doing was not about, um, was not about treatment of patients and was more about, like, just doing something sensational. And in that case, I think there's a, maybe a little bit of blame. Okay, well, this is not the time to talk about it. <laughs> is it not? Is it not literally the time to talk I'm about it? I'm just making a non episode. Oh, oh, because of the thing he said. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, that was a good... I quit! <laughs> it would be amazing if you're just like, no, I'm done. Halfway through the next of the last I already episode. did say I'm done like 14 times the, the, this whole season. I know. I meant if you meant it. I have meant it every single time. Okay. So I 
So, oh yeah, because Ronnie and Martin are leaving, mm-hmm. and Ronnie calls them the like Duke and Duchess, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Wait, what was that?" And and apparently it's some thing that Martin must say about them, <laughs> right? So, who is the Duke and who's the Duchess? Are you asking me? Hmm. No comment because there is no answer that isn't in some way sexist. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, if but I I kind of get this joke of them being very like posh and but right. and they're always together. Yeah, I'm fine. Like, I think it's funny if they together are collectively the Duke and the Duchess. Like, yes, funny. The moment you start trying to analyze which is which, which is part of the joke here of yeah, like yeah, what yeah. they say, like. There's no good answer there. But, like, if it's not. That's because for some reason the Duchess is the one no one wants to be. And if you think about it. Yeah, but if you think about it, the Duchess probably gets to wear so many cool jewels. (laughs) How is that not like the better one? Fair. That's fair. That is fair. I, I, yeah, I think it's like. It's funny if they are to like together the Duke and the Duchess. It's not funny the moment you start if like one of them is clearly the like Duchess and it's like then you're like okay, well now you're making like all kinds of certain judgment like like weird probably kind of sexist judgment things around it and then it's weird. But I think it's funny them together being that. Yes. I don't think there probably is an actual one is right. one. I think it's just, you know, the squ- it's almost, you know, they're very rich and they like go to the opera mm-hmm. and they, and they like squabble about things kind of yeah. like they're married. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I kind of like this idea of them being this kind of like rich, like royalty. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Thing. That brings us to the next section, which once again, like, didn't make any sense until we got to the end of the episode. It's the Happy Isles. Hmm. Though, I guess, oh, I see, it's kind of a fun play because it's mm-hmm. like... Like the aisle you walk down. Right, but mm-hmm. it's spelled, but it's not that, but it it's like, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, everyone misspells aisle, like in a grocery store, <laughs> like this aisle, mm-hmm. and I've seen it. Over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's such a like weird spelling. Yeah. When and and it's a weird. It's weird to have this silent s in something that's pronounced "isle" in two completely different words. Like yes. it's weird that there are two completely different words spelled like this. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay. So we're here at the wedding venue, which. Mm-hmm. What's the name of this place? It's the like Bra- an inn. The Branford Inn. Yeah. Um, and it's where they, Ronnie and Martin had their second date where mm-hmm. they were eating and drinking there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, why don't you get a room? And so they did. <laughs> right. So it's apparently very hot outside mm-hmm. and everyone wants to come inside. Mm-hmm. I thought this person coming to the door was actually going to be more relevant than they were. Oh, yeah. Where he's just dis- dismissing them without even talking to them. I didn't think it was a wedding guest. I thought it was going to be like part of the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And we have that like 
this is a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like an ice sculpture. There's like multiple performances. Mm-hmm. We uh because we see this like thing with like what the p- police officers and like yeah. the singer is mm-hmm. it like the the Ronnies? I don't know, like dancing <laughs> right. together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it's really funny how we hear like how everyone is melting outside because it's right. so hot. But then BB shows up. Yeah. And then she's just like, don't you just love this weather? <laughs> right, right. And like, as they're saying, it feels like a, a circle of hell outside. Yeah, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we Which fi- gets back to what I'm saying. Like, this, again, established that she's possibly literally a demon, you know? Well, I think it, I actually like how they kind of did this mm-hmm. because we had that whole episode, um, like in our hotel room, mm-hmm. which, kind of was perfect for that um mm-hmm. yeah and Wait, i like that they're carrying yes. it on mm-hmm. we hear like that the job offer kind of got sweetened the deal mm-hmm. got sweetened yeah, he's yeah. gonna you know he can be on tv mm-hmm. he you know he's it's got a 20 percent like raise mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. like gonna give him more money they're gonna give him a tv spot and he's <laughs> like no yeah this is my home right i don't want to leave yeah which is great. Like this is such like a typical BB thing where Fraser's like, "I don't want this," and she was like, "It was a brilliant strategy." It's like, like it wasn't ever a strategy. There was this him just saying, "This is what I want," and she's like, "You did it. You're a genius. You're a star." <laughs> um, I do like that we hear about Kenny's new DJ job, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and apparently it's so hot out there you sweat through a hammock. <laughs> And when I think of hammocks, I always think of the ones with like the crochet ones with holes. Yeah. Yes. Um, which I find to be even more amusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though so, so Why is Roz in a long coat? Like I understand if you want to yeah. bring something to cover up because it right. c- could be cold inside. Right. But I'm like, it's hot outside, wouldn't you have taken that off already? Yeah. I was just going to say, like, yeah, I always, I also think of the, like, basically a net as a, a, a hammock. Yes. Um, But I, I know somebody who lived in, lived in, like, like, Alston, like, in the Alston area, or, uh, and had, like, a studio apartment, but on, like, on her balcony had a, a hammock that was, like, a cloth one, but she just, like, just had it out on, like, a tiny little balcony. It was, like, <laughs> almost the entire balcony, but it was just, like... Uh, a cloth one. It's the only time I've ever seen a hammock in person that wasn't just like a. Rope I mean, I've net. seen those. I am very in hammocks, mm-hmm. and I want a hammock very badly. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great here in the winter. Um, <laughs> cannon so, man's down. Heat stroke. Well, we we didn't. Fraser also tells BB. You know, he's talking about it. It's his home, but mm-hmm. also like it's more important things than money. Mm-hmm. And of course. I love that her response to that is, yeah, there's power, but money can buy that for you. <laughs> right. And I'm like, wow, she is so evil. She's yeah. just so evil. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, I, I hear that. And I'm just like, I, I, I feel like I see people I follow on Twitter saying the same thing, but they're saying that as a way to like denounce capitalism. They're where like, they're, they're like, yeah, money isn't everything, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's most things in this world. It shouldn't be, but it is. Like, 
most of the other things you want are, are good uh, are easier if you got money. Yeah, so if you're okay. listening, donate to some charities, please help some people out if you can. If you can't, we understand. Anyway, uh, moving on. Okay, Thanks are you going to shout out some charities? You, I don't know. I've, I, you know, we've got. We've got the links that are on our website still at the bit.ly slash T-S-A-S-E-B-L-M, I believe is what it was, is the Black Lives Matter ones from that one episode that we did where we were like, hey, go help out all these people. There's def- there's still plenty of good stuff on there to help out. Yep. So, anyway. It is kind of sad how we, the uh, we the people, are the ones going to the charities when there's people... Mm-hmm. Uh, with billions of dollars mm-hmm. that are sending their cars into space or something, <laughs> and they could uh-huh. just, I don't know, give some money, do some good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying they've never done any good things. I'm just saying when you have tons uh, yeah. of money, you could do some more good things. Mm-hmm. If you have a billion dollars, you haven't done enough good things. Anyway. Like pay my loan, my student <laughs> loan. Thank you. Yeah. So. I'm sure Elon Musk listens to this podcast and is going to now pay my student loan. No, he did not get back to my tweet, I will say, when I tweeted that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, he just surprisingly didn't say anything about that it. That is surprising. That is surprising. So. Cannon man down. The guy is supposed to fire the cannon at the end. Heat stroke. He's passed out. So is the flower girl. Passed out drunk. Who was going to be the flower girl? Maybe somebody Ronnie knows. Maybe. I don't know. Some I thought it was going to be Alice, but. I assumed it would, was Alice. So I was like, did somebody get Alice drunk? And then it was like, no. no Alice she's is the, the backup. Yeah. I just like when Niles and Frasier like, meet up and they're just like, disaster. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, yes, of yep. course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's fine, because Michael knows how to shoot the cannon. <laughs> Why is Frazier okay with this? He should not be okay with this. I do think it's funny when they're talking about how Michael can shoot the cannon, and Daphne's like, oh yeah, which which foot's missing two toes? And he's like, um, that one, and points at Simon's foot, because mm-hmm. it's like, his foot isn't missing any toes, it's his, it's his brother's, because he shot his brother's toes off. With a cannon? <laughs> I'm guessing not a cannon. This is, like, awful. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I was like, I I was pretty sure there was some story about him missing some toes. It's here, right here in the transcript. Michael, of course, uh, lost at least one toe to frostbite as a child after his brothers rolled him across thin ice on a frozen lake. He'd be missing more if his family hadn't stopped him from sawing off the rest of them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I was like, when, because, like, totally when they said this thing about him missing toes, I was like, oh, yeah, isn't he missing some toes? And, but, yeah, totally different story. Um, anyway, so, I let, I just, I'm really We ha- see these brothers before, too, and when they we've get seen, married. We've seen. Maybe not. Some of Daphne's brothers before. These actors were not playing. These were not in the. Well, Simon episode. was there. Simon was there, but uh, but really, like, Richard E. Grant and Robbie Coltrane uh. were not in the. Uh, uh, the. Well, she has a lot of brothers, so. Yes, but these two, 
you know, Hagrid and with Nail here were not. Oh, that's Hagrid. It's Hagrid. It's Hagrid and with Nail, and he's also a billion. Richard E. Grant's a billion other things, but you know. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he was a billionaire, and then we had to have the whole discussion <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, Robbie Coltrane's also in a billion things, but um, uh, anyway. So okay, I love that we get this like cue for firing the cannon, and yeah. then but it's also the cue for like the flower girl, I think. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so then he shoots the cannon somehow, right, like he hears well. that, mm-hmm. and then it frightens Niles, who drops the ring. Uh huh. And then some, even though the ring didn't bounce anywhere near where that pate was that Eddie's just eating. Yeah. Um, Eddie eats the ring. Yeah. This gets back to my thing. It was like, if you live in a sitcom world, then there's different sitcom world logic. And you have to know at a certain point, you have to know you don't bring, put the wedding ring anywhere near the dog. You're just like a wedding ring. Every wedding ring ever has been lost in some way. I need to like carefully hold this away from any possible thing where it could be lost. Oh, I moved your wedding ring the other day. Did you find it? I mean, clearly, I'm wearing it, so... Okay, yes. good. <laughs> so you, I know you took it off when you were cooking, and I had to, like, m- I moved it, and then I was like, I shouldn't move it here, because you won't know where it is, and I'm, I, then I think I moved it back, but yeah, now I, I... you did. Okay, good, good. Because I distinctly, I remember putting it in a place, and I was like, either I'm going to forget that I've put it right here, specifically so I won't forget, or... Diana's going to end up moving it because it's right in front of the microwave along with a bunch of other stuff and she's going to end up moving it to keep it safe and I won't know where it is. One of the two things is going to happen and it turns out both and it worked out. (laughs) Remarkably. Okay. So you know what you should do when there's like um it's just so hot outside just the hot hot storm what is that called? Heat 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 wave. There we go. Uh-huh. Not a hot storm. Um, th- you know, crank the AC, because you know that's super not going to break it. Yeah. Well, I mean. It sounds like a fair, monkey is in the ducks or something. Not yet. Uh, To be fair, if there's any time when you're going to crank the AC, it's during a heat wave. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, you are. But yeah. Uh, So, okay. Here's the thing. When, um. At the moment that the the cannon goes off, Eddie eats the ring, and um uh uh, and also there's like a a a truck like crashes and blocks the road or whatever. Uh, and Fraser's like, "What else can go wrong?" or whatever. That's the moment that in the transcript the episode ended. Oh, but it's not where it ends for us because, um, yeah, like. We get the part where Fraser wants to crank the AC, and it's like Clint here immediately is like gives him a look, like he shouldn't crank the AC. If you but know, then doesn't say yeah, anything. He just does it. And like if you know you shouldn't do it because you're gonna blow the compressor, because he immediately knows what went wrong. He's like, oh, we blew out the compressor. Like if you know that's about to happen, if you do this thing, you should probably say like. Hey, if we do that thing, it's gonna blow out the compressor. Like we don't, we don't turn it up this high because it's gonna blow out the c- compressor. So, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He just does it. 
smashes it, and it turns out the truck that crashed is uh was 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 a cattle truck. I'm so worried about this. No, I think they they all kind of came out, and now they're just 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 pooping everywhere. Well, yeah, that's what cows do. Yeah, yeah, they got like four thousand stomachs. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So. And then Frazier to, like, so everybody. They don't call him manure for nothing. <laughs> Why did you laugh at that? I thought of that and I was like, that's not even funny, but I'm going to say it. And then you laughed at it. It was I perfect. Re- I really liked the way you said it, the gesture you made. The, oh, like, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot happening and I just enjoyed the whole image. So anyway, so then. Uh, Fraser sort of like opens the door to see what's going on and everyone just kind of rushes in because like they can't be out there with all this cow poop smell. Okay, so the name of the ice sculpture person. Uh-huh. And Nudzak. Then they- what? Nudzak? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like that Martin joke when he was like pranking him all the time and he oh, called the yeah. office. Oh, yeah. It sure does. Um, Because, okay, <laughs> yeah, because, like, everyone rushes in and mm-hmm. Frazier's, like, all upset about everything that's going wrong. And also, because the I- ice sculpture by this famous artist, Nudzak, uh-huh. it's too hot. And so he's like, my Nudzak is dripping. And Roz makes this comment about, like, he's wearing this dark suit so you can barely even tell. Yeah, I was like, wow, wow, that a lot there. Mm, wow. Here's the interesting thing, <laughs> and and I would be curious from some of our listeners in um writing in for the later bits. That's not in the transcript at all. Like it never happened. Like the it's what? not there. So it makes me wonder. Like, is this? Does, oh, did they cut out that joke? Yeah. So in the the so they make the early. It's in the earlier. I think it's a funny joke. I do think it's funny. So like the comment the first time when he says the name of the artist that is in here but the line when he's talking about how his nudzak is dripping and you know and Roz says it's not even noticeable that's not in the transcript and that makes me wonder like is this not in certain broadcasts or certain like versions of certain cuts of this show or whatever like so I would be curious to hear from people when you write in. You gotta get that. What is it? Is... A VPN? <laughs> yeah. Like, was it in the UK broadcast? Was it not in the UK broadcast? No, maybe? I'm gonna assume they can't even show High Holidays, right? Right. Like that's what I'm wondering. Is like, or was it? Is it on the DVDs? Like, are they different? Like, I'm really curious. Like, why this isn't in honestly. The in this world, why is anything like that being banned? Oh, yeah. Right. Like, there are some things that I think should be banned. Yep. Like, Nazis? <laughs> yeah. Like, Wouldn't it be great if like people just didn't accept Nazis? Or, you know? Like, you know, I... I uh, there's, there's a lot of really, really bad stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I don't support that. Yeah. I think we can all handle a little, uh, a little, little joke. A little joke. A little like Nudzak joke. Yeah. 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 
I don't even know. They're if not they even. Keep... They're not even comparable. Nope. But I just think it's you know it's just like well we have to ban this book. It's about wizards. <laughs> now I'm like you yeah. gotta ban that person because they're just terrible now. Yeah. yeah. They got yeah. some terrible takes. Yep. Let's talk about uh, the end credits scene, which again didn't even air in the United States. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, we see Michael and Stephen. Mm-hmm. repeatedly trying to like steal uh kenny's wallet and mm-hmm. then all these cops walk by mm-hmm. and like he keeps stepping away but we and- know as like the the audience that right. they're the performers right. from earlier and it was very funny because the last one's doing that like very like the um west side story yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of dancing yep. but by that point like kenny turns around and then he just like shakes hands yeah yeah and then, but he gets his watch, and yeah. then uh, Michael ends up getting the wallet yep. somehow. And I'm like, why are you guys are gone? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, but also, I don't condone. Of course I don't condone. But also, I like, you know what? I like to see uh, 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 a true uh, tradesman, real skilled like showing like the their 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 skills like yeah their <laughs> trade of thieving yeah i mean they learned it from their dad mhm absolutely anyway so See, it feels so weird not to just like start talking about the next I know, episode i know and um but yeah here. but it's 11 o'clock and i got to go to work tomorrow and so we can't <laughs> and also Gotta give people an extra episode. Not even an extra episode. The last episode. The final frontier. Final, like, analyzing an episode episode? Yes. And then we're gonna analyze your letters in the same style. (laughs) So, like, 400 hours. (laughs) Talking about language choices and, like, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna get really in depth we are totally definitely gonna happen anyway let's talk about drinks oh yeah so i forgot that there's more to go yeah, there's still more to go yeah. um okay so some uh there was some champagne uh when uh when you charlotte mean for the Fra- flower girl not yet uh the fraser and charlotte right some champagne and then late the following the next bit, there was some orange juice and some coffee. Fraser gets some mineral water for Daphne. Martin and Ronnie had too much wine on their date. I don't know what kind of wine, but he was talking about it. That was in the past, their mm-hmm. first date, or second date. But, you know, they had too much wine back then. Um, Roz has a drink with Kenny. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but we know there was a cold drink with Kenny. Uh, and then the flower girl had some champagne. A lot of drinks, and it's not like spe- really specific, but enough. Again, obviously, no callers. What about the ice sculpture? <laughs> I don't think anyone. This was, it wasn't like an ice luge. Okay. For vodka. So, uh, what's the good word? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Dave helped me with these. So, uh, quilty. Mm-hmm. Adjective. Warm and comforting. <laughs> And then, befevered, adjective, to have a fever or impassioned, <laughs> or to be impassioned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're welcome. 
All right, so now let's rate the episode. Oh, I didn't do a rating. I'm just going to say five. Five. Yeah, of course it's a five. 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 Um. Oh, wow. I don't. What's the food in this? I mean. Oh, pad thai. Oh, yeah. Or, or the ring? <laughs> it could be the ring. It could be the ring. Here's the thing. I'm also going to give it a five. And I just want to say, like, it's not just a five because it's the finale. Yeah, right? it's like. It's a solid episode of Frasier. Yeah. It's just an, I, like, even though I dislike Simon and there's a Simon episode, Simon isn't upsetting enough. Like, he's upset. Like, the thing that he does with Charlotte is upsetting. Like, well, it's, his, it's like, his character is upsetting, character but, like, upsetting. it's not all about Simon right. and, like, it's not enough for me to just be like for it to have like tainted the episode. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a good. It's just a good, solid. Like it feels like an episode of Frasier, and it's the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's good. It's just good. It's really good. And I, uh, yeah, five, um, uh, five Nudzaks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. I mean, IMDb gave us an eight point eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's pretty high. He likes the episode. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't think to talk about Joe Keenan and Christopher Lloyd. I mean, they're—I'll say it—they're three point nine seven and a four point two one. They're both very highly rated for us. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't—we haven't actually rated much of Christopher Lloyd's because his are mostly like before we started rating mm-hmm. the episodes. But the ones we have done are very highly rated. Just gonna go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say on this episode? Um, we have said a lot, mm-hmm. but I do have some parting words. Oh, yeah. But I would like everyone to carry with them. Mm-hmm. And it's, don't forget to look behind things. Our new podcast. <laughs> <Come in. laughs> no, 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 no. But really, don't forget to look behind things and um, take uh, care of yourself and take care of your friends. Check in on people. Yeah. We're all lonely right now and uh, semi-losing it in our houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope everyone's hanging in there. Yes. All right. And with that, this has been episode 1123, Good Night Seattle Part 1. And this is TJI Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more information about the show, follow us at Frasier Podcast on Twitter. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Diana Raygun on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and you want to help us do more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade, or rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.